Recorded live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our Thursday night team call. I don't know about you guys, but I am absolutely, like, just blown away by this year so far. I know it has just started, but the momentum that has been brought from last year and everyone's really starting to pick it up into that next gear, into that next level, really starting to step into your vision and your dream. And it is such an amazing thing to see. I really can't even begin to stress it enough. So as you guys know, this weekend is Super Saturday. So that is where, you know, everyone just kind of gets together in one location, you know, somewhere that's by you, where people can all get together and meet each other from all different um, backgrounds and all different teams and really become united as a company, as coaches, and really learn not only, you know, the new announcements that are going to come out through Beachbody, but really get to connect with each other. And at each training, you usually learn something from a coach that's in that area because you're always going to have different people who have different strengths in the business. So it's really cool to see, you know, who are the people in your area that are really taking this business to another level and what can you learn from them from their experience that they'll be sharing there at the event. So it is absolutely not too late to find an event by you. Um, Look at the Beachbody site, see what's available for Saturday. Some people have theirs on Sunday, completely fine. Just take a look and see if you can make it work with your plans. You know, it really is worth it. You know, this is the anniversary of the event that completely changed my business. So I am so super pumped, excited. You're probably going to see a ton of photos going on in Facebook um, about the event that I'm actually heading down to for DC. So yes, there's one an hour away from me, but I'm going, I think DC is about six hours away in order to attend an event. Crazy? Maybe. But you know what? You do what you got to do. So um, along with that, I want to really jump into the meat of this call because this, I mean, you guys probably know this is a hot topic for me. I love social media. It's where I've built my business. It's where many coaches build their business um, just because it allows you to reach such a large amount of people um, without, you know, necessarily having to um be involved in things locally if you don't have time for it. If you do, that's great. Um, some people just work a lot. They they only have access to the computer. They're not really out and about a lot. That's fine. There's all different reasons why people build on social media, but let me tell you, it is such a prime um, part of our business as coaches because that's where everyone's at. You know, that is where you are going to find a lot of your people, reconnect with a lot of people, or bring people into your Um, social media world that way. So what I want to do is I really want to um, break things down because in case you guys didn't know, um, there have been a ton of changes going on with Facebook. And for some coaches, that is their primary source, Facebook. Actually, for a lot of coaches, it is. Um, And there's been a lot of changes. And really, I like to see it as just like life. You know, life is always changing. And that's what makes it awesome. That's what makes it excited or exciting. And it really prevents us from falling into the everyday routine, you know, where we're just kind of the same old, same old. I really think as Facebook changes it up, it challenges us as coaches to do something different, you know, to not get stagnant in our business, to switch up the themes of the things we're doing and really make things fresh and exciting. So what I want to do is I really want to focus on how you can 
not only take the new rules that have been applied and adjust them to your business, but really own your social media brand for the new year from all levels of the business, starting right out. So even if you're a coach who has been with us for a while and you feel like something's just not not catching as far as social media, then you can start right here. Let's start out together. If you are a brand new coach, jump right in. Here's where we start. And then we're going to go through how you build from that. So what I want to start with is really just that, starting out. I tell every coach to start on their personal page. And some people will say, oh, well, I don't want to bug my family and friends and this and that. Well, you don't want to bug them. You don't want to bug people on a like page either. So really why you do your personal first is because first you haven't even tapped into your warm market yet. Start there. These people, most of them probably don't even know what you do yet. And that doesn't mean you're shouting Beachbody from the rooftops, but this is really a place to test things out with those who already love you before you even get to the public. Because trust me, the public is not as nice as your family and friends sometimes. So you get to see what people respond to, um, what they attract to for free. You don't have to put any kind of money involved. You don't have to play around with guessing. You can just go ahead and test things out, fail your way forward for free on your personal page. Why not? You don't have anything to lose by doing that. It gives you a chance to really get your feet wet, get the basics down, fail a little, succeed a lot, and then go ahead and expand. You don't have to rush right away to make a, a like page thinking that that's the only way you're going to build your business. Because when you think about it, if you're not consistent with what I'm about to go over on your personal page, your like page will it won't grow. You know, honestly, it's going to frustrate you. It's going to feel like a time suck. But if you can master the things that I'm about to go over, when you get to a point where you're ready to move to a like page, and I'll go over when that point is, at least, you know, according to me, but when you get to that point, it just Lows. You know, it's a very easy progression for you. But the first start is to master the basics, just like um, with this business we say you've got to master the vitals. Do the vitals, do the vitals, do the vitals. We say it a million times. When it comes to social media, you've got to be doing the vitals before you can even expand on that. You know, it really is the compound effect with this business. So the first thing is we are branding you. I can't say this enough. You are the brand. So that means that your profile photo should be one of you. No pets, uh, no kids, no trainer, you know, Shanti, Shalene, whatever, no internet meme. I mean, I love Grumpy Cat as much as the next person, but like nothing like that should be your default photo. It should be you, your face, nice and clear, because think about it. You're not always going to know all of the people that you attract on social media. Most of the people... I have never met that are on my social media. How do they connect to me? They need to see my face. They need to know I'm a real person. I'm not a photo of my cat or, you know, a photo of a random flower arrangement in my house or anything like that. You need to have a photo of you. Um, the next thing is to make all the photos of you, say your default photo, consistent. So if you have a Pinterest account, a Facebook, an Instagram, you know, whatever, make that little default photo the same one. So pick a photo you really like and then match it all around. So if somebody finds you on Twitter or somebody finds you on Pinterest, it all goes in a cohesive unit for you. You know, they can always relate you back to you um, just by seeing your face. Um, the next thing, use your name. First and last, 
absolutely preferred. Some people will do like their first and their middle or something like that on Facebook. Um, I really think you need to have your name in there. I mean, it's you. It's your page. It's your Facebook personal page. You've got to have your name. There are some exceptions. I know um, sometimes military has to change some things with names or, you know, there could be certain situations where there's an exception to that. But for the most part, it should be your first and last name. Um, And along with this, I want you to really remember that Beachbody is not the brand. You are the brand. That is why your cover photo isn't going to be a T25 sale or Shanti or anything like that. You know, your um, your default isn't going to be the promo of T25. I don't even use the word Beachbody in barely anything I put because Beachbody isn't the brand. I am. People are attracted to me. There's a bunch of people out there selling T25 or talking about Beachbody. I don't even use the words because that is just a tool that we use. That is not what I offer people. What I offer them is a chance to work with me with those tools. So I just, I don't talk about it, you know. And I always tell people, honestly, do the same. You know, there's over 220,000 coaches in our network right now. What makes someone want to join a group uh, with you instead of another coach? It's going to be how they relate to you. So that even goes for how you do your post. You know, I I would never do a challenge group post that says anything about Beachbody or Shakeology or anything like that because it's white noise. They could see that anywhere. I'm doing it different. You know, I want to make sure that I'm really attracting someone that connects with me and my story and they want to reach out to me for more information. So really keep that in mind with the way you are branded. You know, do you have a lot of stuff that just says coach all over the place? I mean, literally Team Beachbody coach all over the place? Or are you branding you and, you know, what's really true to you? So the next thing that's going to follow right along with that, number two, is know your non-fitness self. Because sometimes we get so wrapped up in this lifestyle, and especially if you have been um, working on your journey for a while or whatever the case, and people forget that there's so much more to them than just fitness is that's all they post about on social media, and people don't connect with that. Because, you know, when you think about it, we have a lot of other aspects of our life. So what I want you to do is to remember your non-fitness self. You know, it's going to be the things that at the end of the day, if people only remembered you for this, you'd be happier with it. You know, you'd be excited about it. And I want you to pick five things. What are five things that are not fitness-related that really mean something to you? Um, For me, it's my marriage, my health, um, personal freedom, animals, and really empowering others, you know, giving giving women that platform to stand up and really take control of their life. You know, that is, you know, my five things that I just truly enjoy, that I am just truly passionate about, I truly love. So it's easy for me to share those things or different aspects of them because it's just natural to me. So write down your five things, and it doesn't have to compare to anyone else's. This is about you, and this is your brand. So you be unapologetic about it. Write it down. And then your post should be primarily focused on these things about your life. You know, these are the five cores of your life. You know, that really takes the guesswork out of it. Post about those things. You know, because it's really not about trying to get everyone to like you, but instead you're forming a tribe of people who understand you and know you as the person you are, and they really understand where you are coming from. So you start attracting people that are just like you. So, for example, um, let's say a single mom of three who's a hardcore vegan would not have appreciated my photo um, 
earlier this week, or I think yesterday, that had a spoonful of pork going into my mouth that I had text Joe because he was running late to dinner. She would not appreciate that. She's not my niche. And that's okay. Not everyone is going to like me. I have had people not agree with things I've put on my page, and they are definitely welcome to leave and follow someone else because I am just being true to myself. So know your non-fitness self. Number three, find your inner awesome. Um, What is something that comes easy to you but not to other people? You know, something that you could just do it in your sleep or you just do it so casually and everyone's like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. Start being aware of when people are saying that. I could never do that. That type of stuff, that's your inner awesome. I mean, it could be anything. It could be cooking, organizing. Maybe you're really good at time management. Maybe you're really good at budgeting or paying debt or dealing with picky eaters. You're really good at grocery budgeting, um, crockpot meals, anything. You know, you can pick whatever you want. What is the thing that you're just really good at that other people not so good at? You know, they don't um, have it as naturally as you. There's nothing wrong with really owning that inner awesome. For me, it wound up being meal planning and prepping. I fell right into it. I had no idea. You know, it just started happening. I started getting a lot of questions about what I was doing when I was posting photos, and I ran with it. I just started to teach people that. You know, I owned it, and I just became the go-to person for that. If you're not sure what that is for you, then think about it. What does everyone ask you? And if you're that coach that says, nobody ever really asks me, about a certain thing, like I can't pinpoint something, then pick something for yourself. What interests you in this journey? Go ahead, be your own master at it. Make it your awesome. Before I even realized mine was meal planning, I chose to be a clean eating know-it-all. Like I wanted to go into clean eating, so I decided to learn all about it, apply it to my life, and there you go. I shared it with everyone, and I just became a clean eating person that became the go-to for people who are learning how to eat clean as well. doesn't mean I was always doing it, but I learned it. I started studying it. I applied it and I made it my thing. So you can do the exact same thing if you have something that you really are interested in and you would love to develop. Develop that skill, become good at it, and share it with people. And with that, you want to share that inner awesome that you have freely. I mean, the more you share, the more people will see the value that you provide. Don't hold these um, tips and all this value that you have for a challenge group only because, honestly, accountability and being with you every day is why they join the group. It has nothing to do with – you know, just tips or anything like that, they know that if you're giving this much value out there for free, that working with you privately is probably going to be freaking amazing. And they're right. And that is why they sign up to be with you, even though you're giving away your special awesome for free by giving tips online or, you know, little things like that out to people. So share it freely. It's okay. And then number four is share your healthy journey. You are missing out on every. Thing about this business if you are not sharing your personal fitness journey. This is the magic of it. You have to be a product of the product. You have to be sharing it. And, you know, whatever you're accomplish, accomplishing along the way, how you're feeling, what your first month of Shakeology was like. I've seen people do what their first week of Shakeology is like. Um, what family member jumped in on your workout? You know, they came over to do the workout with you. You're excited. You snap a photo. What motivated you to press play at 11 at night when that is the first time you got home and you're sharing it with people. They're starting to see that journey. It connects. 
it goes right along with everything else that you're doing in life. It just fits right in. I don't understand why people put this in a whole different category and think you shouldn't talk about it. It's part of your life, just like you share all your other five things that you love. Um, So definitely sharing that is huge. So you were just given seven things to post about on Facebook. Essentially, your lucky seven. It was five things that mean the most to you in your life, your inner awesome, so the one thing that you choose that you really want to own and you know, be able to share with people, and your personal journey. So you can go ahead and rotate between all of that stuff every single day throughout the week. You, know, you start getting a feel of what people respond to the most on your personal page. Um, if I have a, a post and I'm posting about my friends or something like that, nobody really clicks on it that much. If I post about Joe, right away, people respond to our marriage, point taken, I'll share more about our marriage within my lucky seven. You know, that seems to be the thing that works for us, you know, or the thing that works for my audience. So you start getting familiar with that. You start with those seven things. You know, you have your five things that are outside of fitness, your one thing, your your awesome that you're adding value with, and then your fitness journey. And all together, you're a whole person, not just somebody who's only about fitness or not somebody that nobody even knows you're working out. You really have a whole um a whole lifestyle together that people can follow and really see that it's not just a one-sided type of thing, that you really have all different pieces of the puzzle all together. So along with that, I want to go over what's not allowed on personal pages. Some of this is new, some of this is not. Um, What is not allowed on personal pages? Number one, whining or complaining. Look, nobody has time. Nobody wants to hear another person complaining on their newsfeed. Um, I'm going to be honest. You are here to motivate, encourage, and inspire not to be a Debbie Downer. You own a business that involves motivating people in a positive way, so you have to reflect that when you post it. I mean, we all have bad days, but if you're going to go and start typing on Facebook, you better tell them how, how you turned it around. That's how you inspire people because they probably had a bad day too and seeing somebody that made the choice to turn it around instead of just complaining about it like 98% of people do is going to make you stand out. People are going to attract to that because people attract to positive people. They want to be around that. Who doesn't want to be around positive people in their life? Um, Along with that, here's a big change with Facebook recently. It actually has been a rule for a very long time, but they're just finally – actually cracking down on it, which I think is a great thing. There are no challenge group ads allowed on your personal page. It's up. Like, the game is up, you guys. I need you to understand this. No 60-day, no 30-day, no 10-day posts. What Facebook is saying is that is running a business on a personal page, and they don't want it anymore. If you want to post those things, then you need to invest in a like page for your business or a business page. You know, they're the same thing. You need to go ahead and invest financially as a business owner to be able to post about your business on Facebook. And you know, they have been shutting down pages. We have seen coaches where they literally signed onto Facebook and their friends list was wiped out, their messages were wiped out, and Facebook said, guess what? you're done. We caught you running a business on a personal page. So all it really takes is one person reporting a post. You know, you have one person that doesn't really like you that much. They see you post about a 60-day challenge. They decide to click that it's spam. Facebook sees that you have been doing posts like that and that you're essentially running a business. They're cutting you off. You may just sign on Facebook one day and not be able to sign on. It could give you an error. It has happened to people that's why I'm telling you this. 
Um, and that's really uh, a big thing about personal pages, and I love that. And I think the reason why a lot of this is happening is, you know, a lot of these companies out there are adding people into groups without them wanting to be. I mean, I know I've been in them. You've been added into groups when you didn't want to be, and people are reporting that. And Facebook is realizing this is becoming a big problem where people are using their personal page for their business, and they need to have that divide. So that is why, you know, you need to be at a like page if you want to sit there and post business posts and all that kind of things. So here's what happens. What happens when you're only using your personal page and you want to – you know, promote a 60-day challenge. You want to talk about a 60-day challenge. Um, what do you do when you can't use a pretty flyer or anything like that? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you've been sharing your story with that social media lucky seven we talked about, which means that people have been um, curious to what you're doing, they've been liking and commenting and cheering you on, um, they've been seeing everything you're doing, you are sharing your fitness journey already on your Facebook page. Now you have a 60-day group or a for us, a 30-day group that is coming up, then guess what you do? You remember the first vital of this business and you go invite people privately. I mean, that's what we should be doing daily. So really, this rule coming into play, all it did was tell coaches that you need to be doing the vitals. If you're doing the vitals, this rule doesn't even affect you because you're going to be out there inviting people anyway and you're already sharing your stories so they already know what you're doing. So for me, I just I keep track of those who are engaged in my journey and I'm always doing the relationship building in the background with my list. And if you do that, you're good to go. You know, that's really what it's about. You know, you're out there, you're sharing your journey, people are asking, Oh, what are you doing? I send them a private message. Oh, why do you ask? What goals are you working towards? Or somebody pulls, oh, yeah, you know, great job for you. I can send them a message say, thanks so much for the encouragement. Um, are you working on some healthy goals I can support you on as well? You know, whatever it is, I bring it into a private message. I take it off of Facebook, but they're responding to um, me sharing my journey. And I'm not even saying Beachbody or Shakeology or anything like that. I'm saying the way I feel. I'm saying the results I've been having. I'm saying, you know, anything like that, really what you're doing is you have people wanting to learn more. And then you can go ahead and say, you know, have you ever considered joining me in a 60-day group or a 30-day group? I'm so used to saying 60. But um, you can ask them if they'd be interested in joining you. I mean, that's the way the process was supposed to be from the beginning with personal pages. And people, you know, started straying off and whatever and taking a little bit of advantage of the system with Facebook, and now it's no more. So you really have to just be out there, do your lucky seven, be consistent with it, you know, sharing your your five things that are outside of fitness, sharing your value or your, you know, your inner awesome, that thing that you're just really good at and you can give people tips on, and then sharing your journey in between you know, the ups and downs and everything that comes with it, people are seeing that real life, and then you can just go ahead and invite them privately. That's what we're doing. We are building those relationships. We are inviting people. You know, it really goes hand in hand where you're talking to people, you're letting them know what's going on in your life, and it comes full circle. So you find yourself on your personal page, you're in your groove. You're, you know, you've got it. You're doing what you've got to do. Um, you've been consistent, which is the biggest thing. You've been consistent with sharing your story. You've been consistent with sharing your life. Um, you've been consistent with inviting. You've been consistent with building relationships because you have a whole contact list of people that you can get um, to know better. And you're ready to take it to the next stage and invest to increase your reach. 
that's when you jump into a like page. That's when you're ready to move over because you have built, um, really you've done your whole market research already at this point on a personal page. So you have started to see what people you're attracting by the people that are interacting with your posts. So you can start seeing, you know, I tend to always attract this type of people on my friends list. All right, this is probably my market. You know, you can start seeing what elements of your social media lucky seven get more engagement and focus, and you can use your energy on those. Like I will use my energy more on our marriage because that is something that gets way more engagement than, you know, my time with friends, for example. You know, it's not that I don't do both. I just will only post about certain things, you know, um, because I know what is going to get more engagement and more connection and more people relating to um, my life and what I do and how I really am just like them. So it really the guesswork is done because you've already trialed and errored over on your personal page for free. So all the work you've done there just simply transfers over. So you go ahead, you make your like page, you make sure that default photo is a photo of you. It's going to be the same one that you're using everywhere else, same idea. Um, what you're talking about moves right on over because just because you open a like page doesn't mean you just flood it with all fitness. It's actually more important now that you share those other five elements of you so people can see your balance. You're just not fitness 24-7. You know, you have a spouse or kids or friends or, you know, whatever it is. Um, there's other aspects to your life, and people need to see that because that makes it real. Um, that allows them to connect with you. I will tell everyone, do not do my biggest mistake, which I'm finally fixing after about two and a half years, um, make your like page your name. Do not make my mistake. First and last name is is always best, but again, I know, you know some people have privacy issues, whether it's military or anything like that, or if you have a really hard to pronounce last name for a like page, I would say, you know, stick with your first name and, you know, do something catchy around it. But just make sure your name is in there, you know, so people can really direct their responses right to you. They know who you are. They can see your face in the default. They see your, yourself posted, you know, photos of you throughout your page, and they can really connect with you. Um, so along with that, I don't want to jump too much into um, all the details of a like page because that is really honestly a whole other training in itself. But really, you're just taking what you were doing on your personal page and you're moving it over for the most part. As far as posting, you're doing the same thing. And then when it comes to really developing your like page, I'm just going to go over three quick tips that will really get you started in that aspect. And the first one is define and talk only to your niche because just like your personal page, it's actually even more on your like page. You don't want to attract everyone. Everyone won't relate to you, and that's okay. You really want to think about the perfect person, the person you would love to work with, your absolute ideal customer. That's who you speak to in every single post. So you write that person out. Write all their details. Write what they love. Write what their fears are. Write where, um, why they want to change. And then every time you're posting, you're only talking to that person. You know, that is your focus so that you are right around them. 
Number two is always be learning. Things are going to change all the time in social media because life changes. And you don't need to know everything at every moment, but just be familiar with what's out there. You know, just be aware and, you know, willing to learn new things about social media because you can take your thing, your page way to another level if you'd like. So for me, I personally love following Amy Porterfield, Shalene Johnson, um, Jane Copeland, and then Practical Social Media University is a resource, a great resource that's actually Beachbody specific that, you know, you can tap into as well to learn a lot more about like pages. I mean, you can really even expand way past and then go into Instagram and stuff like that by following them. They'll show you how to do that. But you can honestly learn a ton of cool things that I really can't even go into just on a call, but simply by listening to the free sources available um, out there as far as building on social media. So tap into them. Be willing to learn and expand and grow and just try new things because that's really what this whole business is about. And number three is be willing to invest in your target market if you have a like page. Because when I started, that wasn't even an option. You know, there was no Facebook advertising at that time. So honestly, I wish I could go back because I had no target. So what happened was I had a bunch of people that still probably like my page and don't see anything that I post because for too long I've been posting and they weren't connected to it because they weren't connected to me and they haven't been answering and now I just got lost on their feet somewhere. And that's what happens. But if you're able to actually target your market, which now ads let you do, you can get people who connect exactly to your story. Your exact perfect customer you can attract. Um, And my page does really well when I post ads because of that, you know, because I am pulling in people who do relate to my story, who do understand, and who want to work with me because they know that I get them. You know, it goes hand in hand as opposed to having a ton of people like your page that don't really care anything about what you're talking about or don't connect with you or anything like that. Instead, it's people who know that you give them awesome value, that they love following your story, they love what you do, and they just they connect with you on a whole different level so that they do want to join your challenge group. Um, you know, this is a business, and to make money, you do have to be willing to spend money when you start going into the like page area. So, you know, when people say, oh, I can't believe i got to spend money on that, yeah, you own a business. You know, this could be a six- or seven-figure business if you want it to be. So, you know, spending a few bucks a week on a Facebook ad is – the cheapest form of advertising you can even get. And if you're not prepared for that, then don't move to a like page. You know, stay on your personal page. That's fine. Build it, you know. Um, The biggest difference is on your like page, you can run challenge ads. You know, that's allowed. It's a business page. People expect that. They know that that's what you do. You know, it just flows. We're on a personal page. You can't do that. You're not supposed to be running business on there. So it's a fine line between the two. So you can choose what works best for you. But like I said, you have to start at your personal first and then let it flow into the like page. You know, really conquer one first. 
you know, uh, fail forward a little bit, test things out, and then move on over. Um, when it comes down to it, we really have such a powerful resource on our hands when it comes to social media in general. But at the only day, or at the end of the day, it only comes together when you're being consistent and you're being unique to you. So all of the bells and the whistles and all that won't matter at the end of the day if people don't know you're still there and you're not being true to yourself because that's what really brings you know, this whole business together because every single one of us has a unique story. And if you're willing to go out there and share it, the success will come naturally, you guys. You have to give it time. You have to let the compound effect take hold. And that is really where everything starts coming together. So I know I threw probably a ton of information um, at you in this call, and I hope you guys have a lot of notes um, on there. But really, just remember, you're lucky seven. Get those things. Get them on paper. You will never have to question what you need to post anymore because your life will be right there in those seven things, and that's what you can use to really build yourself as not just you know, a coach or somebody who's just selling things or anything like that, but just a person with a true heart that's out there helping people and that's really living you know, their own life, that's really unapologetically them and, and owning the entire journey. Hope you guys have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.